0: Welcome to a brief chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Thursday. It's the 25th of June, 2020. We'll get to part two of my conversation about the Sami people coming up in just a moment. But first, let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Collective organizer, which you can find at slingshotcollective.org. On the 25th of June, 1928, 300,000 textile workers went on strike in Bombay, India. Yesterday, I played you part one of my conversation with uh, two people involved in the book Liberating Sápmi, Indigenous Resistance in Europe's Far North. One is the book's author, Gabriel Kuhn, and another is the subject of one of its interviews, Nilas Sombi, who is a Sami freedom fighter. Now, part two of that conversation. Can I ask you, you were um, in 1982, you were involved in an attempt um, to sabotage uh, bridge and you were you ended up being injured in that attempt and were imprisoned. And then you fled to Canada. And I am greatly condensing a story. But the story is in the book and I encourage people to read it. But when you uh, ended up in Canada in Yellowknife, you were hosted there by other indigenous people and i just want to mention one thing that i you know we haven't said in this show which is that the and feel free to correct anything i'm saying but the sami people are are white and as a result you are in a very rare position of being an indigenous people who look like the people who are the colonizers in most of the world. And so I'm just curious about, and you do talk about this in the book, but I'm curious about how the Sami people have built bridges to other indigenous people and kind of gotten past the barrier of physical appearance.
1: There was a very great man from the from North America, which name named George Manuel. He made an organization called uh, WCIP, World Council of Indigenous People. And uh, even if that organization doesn't exist anymore, then then, uh, he made lots of uh, contact between different uh, uh, indigenous people from the different parts of the the world. And that's how he... uh, Came in in touch with other indigenous people, and of course we are white, but we are we doesn't look like the the Norwegians. The Norwegians are much much bigger than us, and they they of course also more 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 simple minded people. It's maybe cruel to say that, but that's that's how it is.
0: You mention in the book as do other people who are interviewed in the book, that one real help in building those bridges was a a shared sense of spirituality and a shared sense of, I guess, reverence for the natural world that is shared by indigenous people the world over. So did that make it easier to build those connections?
1: Of course. If, if I shouldn't have known about indigenous spirituality and indigenous uh, way of thinking. And it uh, should never been uh, possible for me to come to Canada and, uh, and to be adopted by five different indigenous uh, tribes there in Canada.
0: And Gabriel, let me ask you, as we draw to a close, can you talk about the response to the book? I, I wonder how many people have contacted you who might be like me for whom this was a completely new story. And then in Europe, where, as you said, people have at least some knowledge of the existence of the Sami people, what's the response been like there?
2: It's difficult to say because uh, I think also with the Internet today, I'm I'm sometimes not even... 100% sure where the feedback comes from that that I get. Um, So it's a little difficult maybe to distinguish exactly between Europe and and other parts. But but I would also say, quite frankly, that I think most of the response so far has come from North America, which might just have to do with the fact that the publisher is there. it's, I mean, it's. it's been very positive. I would say that there were certainly some people um, who sounded similar to you, who felt that this was something completely new to them and eye-opening, I've also got feedback from people who are active in um, solidarity movements for indigenous peoples or uh, uh, indigenous people themselves who had some background knowledge on the Sami people, but felt that the book provided um, uh, quite a lot of extra knowledge, both historically and about the current situation. Uh, I feel, though, that generally, and I think that comes both with the topic and the publisher, uh, most interest has been in, to put it broadly, activist circles, more so than perhaps the, uh, the, the general uh, public. Um, but, but no, I mean, I, so far it's, it's, it's been positive and I feel that coming back to what I, um, said about my main intention with the book, which was to help spread knowledge about, um, a situation and the people that I think people should know about. I I feel so far that that purpose has, has been fulfilled to a certain degree, at least.
0: My guests for this show have been uh, Gabriel Kuhn, who's the author of the book Liberating Sápmi, Indigenous Resistance in Europe's Far North, and Nila Sombi, who was a direct part of the efforts to liberate Sápmi. Uh, gentlemen, it's been such a pleasure to talk to both of you. I know that in, in 20 minutes, we didn't do this this story justice. And so I can't recommend enough to people that they uh, go to the PM Press website and purchase the book, which will be linked in the show notes of this show. Uh, So first of all, Nilas, thank you so much. It's an honor to talk to you. And I, I greatly appreciate that you told us some of your story.
1: Thank you very much for letting me tell about my paper a little bit.
0: And uh, Gabriel, thanks so much for writing this book, um, which at least for me was a complete eye opener, and for many people might just reinforce what they what they know. And uh, I will tell one thing I will say to folks is that. Um, In addition to interviews with activists, there are interviews with artists and musicians in here, and I have been introduced to lots of great music as a result of reading this book and then following the trails of uh, Sami musicians. So uh, as a person who's also intensely interested in music, there was a lot to dig into here as well. Uh, Gabriel, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, and I thank you for your work on this book and uh, your work on other PM Press titles that I've also checked out.
2: Well, thanks so much for having us on the program we
0: My sincere thanks to Gabriel and Nilas for taking part in the show. It's not every day that you get to talk to a legitimate freedom fighter who has put his life on the line for the cause he believes in. So it was a real honor to get to uh, chat with Nilas. Meanwhile, you can check out abriefchat.com for all the previous episodes of this show. That's also where you'll find the button to support this show. Becoming a member helps me keep making these podcasts and also helps me keep doing things like eating, which I quite enjoy. So go to abriefchat.com and click on support the show. I'll see you tomorrow when it's another Poetry Fridays episode. And of course, if you're a member, you'll get an episode on Saturday, too. I love you. A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do.